Welcome back to Flyover Layover MCU Episode Central. MCU over MCU over Lord Station. <laughs> I'm your host Isaac Sims, joined by Olivia Clement in Oklahoma. Go pokes question mark. And uh, back to yeah. you, Olivia. <laughs> uh my my family would would say boomer sooner but that's okay it i what do you what do you say uh go bears go bears Bears. that's right damn right um yeah so yeah that's that's what i say do you do you 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 don't woo pig do you i in my new job or at my new job Mm -hmm. um so it's baseball season right now and so hogs baseball going on it's a big deal just got bumped out of the final four but we made it to the elite eight which was awesome and they this is the best arkansas's arkansas's men's basketball team has done in a very long time so i was really excited to watch some of those games since we were born (laughs) oh yeah yeah but anyway so anyway but yes i i was saying woo pig the last couple weeks now i'm saying go bears because go bears we're bears for life right that's right bears for life if you're joining us for the first time yes we are going to be talking about the first three episodes of falcon and the winter soldier the disney plus marvel series starring Mm -hmm. anthony mackie and sebastian stan stan yeah i don't know why i just get we, I'm just gonna call him yeah, the Winter Soldier. For the, the Winter rest Soldier, of his life. Bucky. Yeah. Uh, also, keep in mind that this is a layover episode, so all of our layover episodes are going to be very unedited. If there's weird noises or like whatever, this. yeah, like weird weird pauses. Yeah, that's Isaac me drinking some, water. Yeah, uh, that's that's just gonna happen. These are the, the layover episodes are unedited. Uh, I feel like we mentioned that in the very first layover episode, but maybe not since then. So just just keep that in mind. It's going to feel a little different than our our regular uh, episodes over like specific series or whatever. We need to come up with some kind of quick, catchy. <sighs> we really do thingy like unhinged, unedited. Maybe not unhinged. We're pretty tame. I, We're pretty I, tame on here. I feel like I'm pretty hinged. Yeah. <laughs> Olivia Clement, hinged person. Hinged. That's how people describe me. Yeah. Um, That would be a weird way to describe someone. That person is really hinged. Because you don't say hinged. You just say unhinged. They're unhinged. Yeah. Like Russell Crowe. Did you you hear about that movie? Where he's a... a, There's a movie with Russell Crowe that came out called Unhinged. And he gets like... he, He goes crazy and... I don't know. I really don't know anything else beyond it. It really looks like it's a bad, real bad case of road rage. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Someone cuts him off in traffic. And he also weighs like 100 pounds more than normal. That was one reason I was kind of interested in it. But yeah, it didn't look like a John Wick or. Right. It it looks like a. Like a mediocre. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. There's another guy, Steven Seagal. It looks like a Steven Seagal movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Except where he's Steven Seagal is not cool because Russell Crowe doesn't look cool in this movie. Right, but Steven Seagal is not a cool. I think I know, but like, he tries to look cool. He tries to look cool, and he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah. very fit. Russell Crowe's not fit in this movie, I guess. He's he's not. Yeah. Um. 
But anyway, we're not we're not here to talk about unhinged. Yeah, we're here to talk about San, Stan, and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. Um, did you see the new Black Widow trailer? By the way, no, I did. They just re- they they just released. It. I just have I like right before we like got today? on. I was on Twitter. Yeah. Okay, Twitter, April third. April third. April third today. There was a new Black Widow trailer. Which do you want to break it down? for us real quick I mean, that was a really bad record scratch noise um so, uh, it did provide new footage that we had not seen in previous mm-hmm. trailers for black widow it shows her childhood like it shows a young um natasha i almost said scarlett johansson i mean that's the actor's name but it showed a young natasha and- footage from home alone three <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be a fun episode because because you've been up so early uh, yeah, th- today and I have o'clock. talked to no one all day. <laughs> what a weird dynamic this I is going to be. Um, yeah, anyway, so it showed showed that, which was interesting. Just so uh, we'll see what, what happens with her childhood. I mean, I was thinking the other day and just th- this will make more sense once we talk about mm-hmm. uh, our our feelings about the first three episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but I was kind of like thinking ahead. Okay, what else is coming? Like, mm-hmm. quick spoiler: I'm not a huge fan of the first three episodes of this series. So I was okay. thinking ahead: what else is coming out? Black Widow, Shang Chi, Loki. I'm like, Loki looks weird. I think that'll be fun. Like Black Loki's Widow. Fun. I was like, eh. and then sh- I was like, Shang Chi. Know nothing about that'll be fun adventure. Eternals, like. Those those two, I'm cool. And then I went back and I was like, you know, Black Widow has a great cast. It's so good. Like the, the those four, uh, Rachel Weisz, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, and David Harbour. I'm like, yes, heck yeah. Like I I had to think about it, and I kind of mm-hmm. kind of taking for granted that that is a great ensemble. I I think that it's easy for us just to be like whatever. Yeah. I think we may have lost Olivia. I'm going to skit scat real quick while she's rebooting. But for our listeners, um, I'll use this opportunity to give a plug for our normal edited and produced episodes. Our current series is Essential Flyover Viewing. And our first episode in that series actually came out this morning. April 3rd on Saturday. Um, And it was Eric's pick. So what we're doing is we're just rotating for the next several weeks um, between me and Eric and Olivia. And Eric's pick was Dazed and Confused, the Richard Linklater movie. Okay, her Wi-Fi went out, but she's going to work on it and I'm going to keep going. So we're the Richard Linklater movie, which ended up being Matthew McConaughey's breakout role. Um, dazed and confused and it is awesome it's a stoner movie it's chill but makes you think about life and our next episode which will be coming out in two weeks i was choosing and it is called columbus and it's by a it's by a director called koganada and he started out as a film essayist and he would cut different clips of different movies together and record his thoughts on them. 
and he made a very thoughtful movie about growing up in a small town and it's very true to what it's like to grow up in flyover country so that's going to be coming out on april 17th so look out for that and olivia you've joined us i see you're on your phone i'm on my phone the wi-fi is back on now that's Uh, good we'll see how long it takes for zoom to pop back up on my computer because it always takes forever oh the wi-fi just went out again Nice. I don't know what's happening. So, what do you think is uh, going on right now with the Oklahoma power grid? Do you think it's because I was like, do you think your dad turned the Wi-Fi off because I said go pokes? Question mark. (laughs) Probably. Um, Probably exactly what happened. So, good job. (laughs) Uh, Oh, it's back on. Joining with video. Let's see. Am I back in? We don't have just one. We have two Olivia's. Right. <laughs> also, it's allergy season, and I'm like, I'm going to mute myself. I'll do my best to mute myself while I cough a little bit. So I apologize. But while you were gone, I gave a plug for our Flower Central Viewing and the Days and Confused in Columbus. And I was just about to get to the release dates for the upcoming Marvel content before we jump into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What was I saying before I the Wi-Fi cut out? I think we were talking about how it's easy to take for granted that the cast of Black Widow is really, really good. And you're frozen. I, you, you, yeah, I heard part of what you said. Okay. I didn't hear what you actually said. So. Uh, I think it's easy for us to take for granted that... Uh, the cast of Black Widow is really good. Oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say. Uh, I I have no reason, no theory for this. There's no actual proof or evidence of any of this. I think that Florence Pugh is going to take over the mantle of uh, Black Widow. I would That's, be fine with that. I want that to happen. I want that very much. I want her to join the Avengers as someone under 50 years old yeah <laughs> playing yeah. a playing a young character other than tom holland so right that yeah. would be great that would be cool um but who knows what will happen uh we'll also get a hawkeye show with Haley steinfeld taking oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah i forgot about that mark. she's playing kate bishop so we stand her we do we for sure do unlike uh what's his face Jeremy what is his name? Yes, I could not think of his name. You don't like his you don't like his app? His runner runner mm. fans app? No. No. I I've never actually used it. I should it. I don't think it's available anymore. I should have I don't think it, it is. While, uh, while it was a thing. I don't think it is. Also, I think he's not a very good person. Yeah. Uh June 11th, the Loki series is coming out and I believe that is also 6 episodes. Are you are you looking forward to that? Yes. I am too. I think that and this this might I've already alluded to the fact that I'm not a huge fan of Falcon and the Winter Soldier so far, but I think that the uh, how do I say this? I think that the Disney Plus Marvel formula works best in a in a <laughs> like strange episodic format rather than like a prestige long form 
format yeah. that that Falcon the Winter Soldier is trying to do and mm-hmm. WandaVision did did what it did way better than what Falcon and the Soldier Winter Soldier is doing right now and mm-hmm. I think that Loki is going to follow a more similar path to WandaVision just from the trailer yeah. it looks so strange that well, um it gives me hope he's like kind of jumping through dimensions and time oh, yeah. traveling isn't he oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, and they like said they like preface Falcon and Winter Soldier like this is basically just gonna be one really long movie um mm-hmm. which is oh it's okay like I'm, I'm not upset about that I think that there are ways in which you can do that um yeah do we want to talk about anything else Marvel related or anything related before we jump in uh I was just going to mention July 9th Black Widow's coming out. Wait, mm-hmm. do we already? No, no. We talked about that right before we started recording. July 9th, releasing in theaters and on Disney Plus. You have to pay thirty extra dollars to watch it on Disney Plus. I'll probably mm-hmm. go see it in theaters. I'll probably Pretty go excited. see it in theaters. I'll yeah. be fully vaccinated, so I probably will be too. So nice. Also, if nice, you're listening nice. to this, please go get vaccinated so we can go you... to the movies. We yes. can all go to the movies again. Text us or DM us or send us a fax or a carrier pigeon, and we'll go see a movie together. If you're That's right. To this, um, and then Shang Chi is releasing on September third, purportedly of this year, and then Eternals in November, ostensibly. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say? Who's to say? We'll see. And that's all the other Marvel movies I was going to talk about. You want to jump in? No, let's jump in. Okay. Do we want to do just first initial reaction to it? Yes. Okay, Isaac, tell us your first initial reaction. I've already hinted at my first initial reaction, so let's mm-hmm. hear let's hear yours. Mine? It's okay. The third episode has been my favorite thus far. Yes. Um the someone described the very first episode as being kind of like the first 20 minutes of like a Marvel movie where they're just kind of setting everything up and that's really what the first episode felt like. Um the second episode, I I almost forgot what happened. I had to go back and look to remind myself what happened. Um, and I don't know if, I don't think it's necessarily the show. I think it's just, I've been so busy over the past week that I just, it's just not been at the forefront of my mind. But I watched the third episode today and it, it I think it's my favorite so far. Yep. Um, it, the, the, yes. 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 Do yeah. you, I didn't. I didn't want to cut you off if you had. No, I had nothing else to say. So you, you go ahead. What in you your defense, about? when you were talking about forgetting what had happened, I, I at the end of each episode, except for episode three, I, or so I guess one and two, at the end of one and two, I was just like, okay, like what, <laughs> like yeah. also what happened, like why, and and I, I don't know. It's just kind of it's been dif- much more difficult to invest in than the zaniness of WandaVision. Um, yeah. Do you, do you think you would feel differently if WandaVision hadn't ended two weeks ago? Or, oh, well, two weeks before episode one of Falcon and Winter Soldier. You mean if I had seen this before WandaVision? Or? If you had seen it, or if there had been a bigger like gap in time. Because if you think about it, like before, we would get two maybe three marvel movies in a year and they're typically like three or four months apart right right and so we had a lot of time time and she cut out again real quick i'll i'll fill in 
I'll fill in while uh, she's getting her Wi-Fi set up again. But I think, guys, that my problem with Falcon and the Winter Soldier is that they probably did film this just like a movie. But at the end of each episode, there's some kind of stinger or tease that feels somewhat hollow or kind of unnecessary she's back sorry you're still so we have two olivia's and one is frozen mid thought and the other one is sentient and talking um i wish i heard her oh i was i was just saying like you know we we had way more time to think and digest whatever it was yeah the most previous marvel thing was and then now it's not quite as much time between and so i wonder if that has anything to do with the way in which you've responded to falcon winter soldier right i i really don't think time has anything to do with it um i i think that being able to compare this to wandavision as the only other thing like in this format of like yeah. an, an mcu series even uh, and so maybe i shouldn't compare it but also then you have the ability to compare it to past Marvel things that feel similar, mm-hmm. like like Winter Soldier and right. maybe maybe Captain America one and three, and some of the more urban mm-hmm. stories like Ant Man. It I, I I don't know what it is, and I don't want to spend too much time on like griping or saying the same thing over and over, which is what I feel like I did in our last episode about Wandavision. But sure. I feel like they may have they may have recorded this in order to like, like a movie and then cut it up into 30 or 35 Mm, minute segments. But it just, it, I, I just feel like this is a very poorly paced and edited story so far because you're getting glimpses of really interesting things like Isaiah and Mm -hmm. the fact that, Sam doesn't feel like he can be Captain America because Captain America was white before him. And there's a, a there's interesting things, but it's all kind of like, okay, now we're going to the next mission. And it's like, okay, here are the flag smashers. And it's like, yeah, that that's, that's my whole problem with, with the story so far. Also to segue into some of the things on our agenda is Dr. Rayner, the worst therapist ever depicted in television (laughs) i mean no because uh in how i met your mother i think it was robin was seeing a therapist and she ended up sleeping with him oh that's true and so no not the worst but definitely not (laughs) not really working or not like applying hipaa uh to to anything like uh thinking about everything that that us Dang it, Sebastian Stan, Sam, uh, Bucky, golly, I can't even remember his name. Bucky's gone through and he's just like staring ahead, dead inside, thinking about all the innocent people that he killed. And she's like, you're doing it again. Stop doing that. And like, she's like yelling at him. And I was immediately just like, what is going on? Why are you so, I get that he's, okay. I get that he's, I get that he's withdrawing and not being truthful but also she's like 
yelling at him and guilt tripping him and talking to him like he's a little boy and i was okay, like we, okay what is happening right, hold on, so, hold okay on, okay i'm hold just on, i'm just saying on. i'm just saying Let's, that's that was my thought that was my thought. okay i think that's fair and i knew that you would have thoughts about this Isn't i this do good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so first of all we have no idea how long they've been in therapy we don't know what their relationship is like and, and like like as as a, someone who is a therapist like I, I'm not necessarily going to try to guilt trip my ther- like my clients, but I will like I'll be sarcastic with my clients and I'll call them out on the crap like that. Yeah. Depending on on our rapport and our relationship, if I have a client that I I feel like is close to to me and feels like will respond to to some of that stuff, like you know I I will be really sarcastic in client like in session with clients, and I'll say stuff like. Uh, you know, what, what do you do? Like, what's happening for you? Not necessarily like, what are you doing? But like, what, what's, what's happening for you right now? Like what's going on? Or, um, you know, heaven forbid you feel that way. Um, so kind of snarky, but it's to drive home the point of, you know, you're using some sort of defense mechanism to avoid feeling this way. So I understand, like, I I've had actually a couple people talk to me about, about, her as a therapist my biggest complaint is she literally goes up to to sam and is like hey you're sam wilson my client james who she kept calling him james which was really throwing me off because i was like that's bucky and i forget that james is his first name um she's like uh you and james are gonna go meet in this you know interrogation room and we're gonna we're gonna sort some things out and i'm just like you can't do that but yeah that was another okay. another I was like, that, that was my complaint about her as a therapist but like as far as like the way she was talking to bucky in session that i wasn't quite as like okay upset with well then um, that's that is good to know because my uninformed um you know that's my uninformed uh, perception speaking it, so. it depends i not to say that like therapists aren't I don't think you should guilt trip your, your clients. Not all therapists are bad. That's what you're saying. Not all therapists are bad. Um, <laughs> I don't think you should guilt trip your clients or like uh, make them feel bad for not talking about certain things. Uh, I think that it's, uh, and I've, I've had to like actually talk about this with my supervisor in the past week of like, it, it's important to highlight like that you don't have to talk about certain things it will be beneficial if you do though. Yeah. Right. Um, and clearly Bucky is hiding a bunch of yeah things that which, have traumatized him, which is understandable. Right, which is so quite literally brainwashed and yep. murdered so many people when he's genuinely a good person. And yep. obviously that's impacted him. Yep. I so. feel like that kind of covers, you know, my, my feelings. <laughs> I literally, labeled dr rayner worst th- therapist in history of television on our agenda so i feel like that kind of summarizes that yeah but, um so that's my thoughts on her as a therapist what do you think what do you think this show and the is in what is happening in the story what do you think that what do you think falcon and the winter soldier is trying to say uh they're definitely hitting on race for sure. And I think that that's important. Uh, 
I mean, any anyone who's listened to this podcast has heard me talk about like the importance of talking about um, racial issues in, in the country, right? Like that's not something mm-hmm. new to either one of us, right? Um, and I, obviously we don't understand, like we don't really understand what it would be like for half of the world to be gone. And then five years later, all of a sudden half of the world is back and people are trying to like figure out like how to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like, like the first episode they talk about, or they show Sam and his sister, Sarah at the bank. And he's like, well, you know, I didn't want to do this, but you know, I'm, I'm an Avenger. And the guy at the bank is still like, Oh, that's so cool. Let's take a picture. I still can't get you alone because yep. of whatever reason. Yep. And, you know, I think it does back the question would, you know, if that was Captain America or Iron Man, I mean, obviously if it was Iron Man, he would be able to pay for it, but like, you know, would it yeah, be? Yeah. And it, and, and I love, that was probably, <laughs> that was probably my favorite aspect of the first episode that they hit on the fact that none of the Avengers that were paid. like being there and i love seeing all the backlash on social media where people were saying tony stark didn't even play pay the avengers especially like one of his uh yeah yeah well i guess bucky was technically well bucky bucky is like an enemy of the state for a long time before he was but sam was like a veteran Right, had had served his country, and he wasn't compensated at all by Tony Stark. So, um, it's just it's a funny thing to think about. I've never thought about the Avengers. Right, no, I I had never thought about it as well. And also, I think it kind of just highlights like lots of vets come back from from combat from a war and are just kind of like, all right, get back to your normal life. And and it's like, I how how am I supposed to do that? Especially if they like enlisted when they were super, like when they were 18. Um, but yeah, I had never really thought about how the Avengers were compensated. And that also, I just had this thought of like, would, would the like government pay, pay them? Like would, yeah. would our taxes pay them? Cause I feel like a lot, of, which maybe me more, it may be more like X-Men in this, this thought process of like, I feel like a lot of people would not want to pay for superheroes, like yep. pay them. Yeah, that would be an interesting thing to for for them to tackle down the yeah. road. Yeah. Um, maybe whenever the X Men come into right. the MCU. But anyway, yeah, who knows? So. Sam Sam does have money, but he doesn't have a ton of money because right. they weren't able to get that loan. So, um, yeah, and then and then the the whole storyline where you know the the show starts with sam giving the shield back Mm -hmm. or he gives it i guess to the smithsonian here's another almost like donating it i guess yeah yeah here's another one which is here's another thing who decided i get that it was probably the president or someone else Mm -hmm. but also like the smithsonian accepted the shield and then it seemed like the next day or two days later there they go john walker is your new captain america right right that was kind of weird um you you would have thought like hey sam since uh since captain america gave it to you do you do you want to be captain america but maybe that's just 
playing into the whole thing that America's not ready for a black Captain America. I don't know. Yep. yep. And I don't know. I I think that there's this uh the the whole storyline of Bucky or or the whole aspect of Bucky fearing that you know Steve just is kind of the shadow over the two of them mm-hmm. that Tony Stark Clearly, is yeah. to Spider-Man right um or Peter Parker which is which is interesting and I I do really like that but also I thought about this too in Endgame especially because Bucky and Steve didn't get to like spend a ton of time together mm-hmm. uh before Steve went back to or before Bucky was dusted and Steve went back in time, but I would have been mad at Steve. Like you're, you're le- like, you're leaving. Like I, even, even though yeah. it seemed like he had told Bucky beforehand what he was going to do. I would have been like, please don't like, <laughs> right. Well, cause... I have a little bit more time. Like I'm kind of messed up because now his, he's clearly like his Bucky's fate is. And he said as much like is kind of tied up in, what steve thought about uh sam right and how much he trusted him so yeah that scene where they are like you know in that like weird therapy session together and he's like you know he believed in you and if whatever he says about like if you weren't if you weren't good enough then that means i wasn't good enough or or whatever if you if he gave it to you because he trusted you and and you gave it away. Maybe he was wrong about me too. Yeah. Whatever he said where he was like, then that means he was wrong about me or maybe he was wrong about me. That was so sad yeah. to think about that. Cause I think Bucky's, he, Bucky's messed up. Yeah. I, can you imagine being how, however old he's Bucky's supposed to be in his twenties or thirties or however old he's supposed to be, but you are in a completely different time than what you were like used to like i mean he's because he he says in the first episode he's like 115 or Mm -hmm. 20 or whatever and the girl laughs or whatever because she thinks it's a joke but he he actually is over 100 years old yep and so he's just stuck in this weird time there are a lot of little things though i will say that i've noticed that i really appreciate like in winter the captain america winter soldier movie steve and sam are talking about how they sleep on the floor because it's just what they're used to from Mm. serving in combat and then whenever it shows bucky waking up from his nightmare he's also sleeping on the floor Mm -hmm. yeah um and so there's little things like that that i'm like okay i really appreciate these little nods and and you see that even in like the third episode where he sam and bucky are in the car and Sam goes, are you going to scoot your seat up? And he goes, nope, which is the reverse of what happens in Civil War, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I, I didn't think I hadn't thought about it. I appreciated that, that reference, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay, so let's talk about John Walker. All Wyatt right. Russell, played by Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son. Angle I like Wyatt Russell a lot. I, yeah, I do too. Um, he's shown up in Black Mirror. He was in Everybody Wants Some, uh, Linklater movie that came out pretty recently. He was in 22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and he plays this is a pretty interesting character right because he has a lot more swagger than steve rogers does it seems like he was handpicked by i guess the president of the united I, states yeah sure um whoever, just, he's whoever a, made this decision he seems like an actual good person because he uh has two purple hearts or something and mm-hmm. has jumped on a grenade he's at least a good soldier yes yeah maybe that's the point that they're trying to make that there's a difference between a good soldier and a good man yes question mark maybe because maybe. you get the sense that john walker is starting to let this status go to his head which steve rogers never allowed to happen and that was right. always the best part about his character how humble he was right like pure of heart he was for the most part um yeah so he walker especially in the last episode when he when they storm into whatever that that building was and he was like do you know who i am and the guy was like yeah i I just don't care um because no one everyone knows and that's the other thing like why shoot yourself in the foot if you're the president of the united states like yeah we're never gonna have anyone who is as good a person or like as awesome as steve rogers so we're just like not going to like i'm not gonna do this this is a bad pr stunt you know (laughs) but again i in a lot of the the marvel movies they they kind of make the u.s government out to be corrupt i mean true i mean to be corrupt and so in a lot of ways this is just a pr stunt to to try to i don't know be a symbol or an icon to to be i don't know an icon of hope possibly Mm because that's what a lot of people thought of captain america right like he was going to save the day so now we have a new captain america to save the day yeah i i'm not gonna lie do you remember so you remember the fight scene on top of the uh 18 wheelers in Mm -hmm. the second episode Mm -hmm. i thought that john walker was gonna get killed right there oh i I was just so on i was so on edge because i'm like i know this guy is strong and i guess he like learned how to throw the shield but these people could literally like punch through him and that's what i and i was kind of wanted that to happen to like (laughs) i I not and i i'm glad that we get more of him and his awesome uh white russell's awesome presence Mm -hmm. but i was also i was just like this guy's like out of this league and this isn't a good idea and like battle star they're both just they're soldiers but they're way they're way in over their heads yeah yeah i because I was like, they're fighting super sol- soldiers. Like, what are, what are they gonna do? Yeah. Unless, I I wonder because it didn't it didn't seem like they had any abilities. But I wonder if they also have somehow been injected with like, a m- maybe more mild, uh, super soldier serum or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Because they were still able to like hold their own, and I'm like, that's Bucky and. And Sam are getting the crap beat out of them. Yep. And I realize Sam is also just a human. Sure. So it makes a little more sense. But Bucky, that doesn't make as much sense to me. Yep. I I was kind of frustrated in that fight scene because I felt like it wasn't representative of their abilities. And I get that they they were moving like 60, 70 miles an hour or whatever. Sure. But, but, but also like, okay, that scene starts 
with Bucky running in front of the first semi. Did you think about this? How he ran in front of the first semi, opens the door, gets in. The person that's driving the first semi at the back can see that he's getting in. So I was like, why is he going to that one? And then he gets kicked out by the girl. Well, I guess Carly. Yeah. Mashes into the windshield. So it seems like they set that whole scene up. Just so not that, for logic sense, but so that yeah. he could get smashed into the windshield. And I was yeah. so frustrated. I was like, what? He would not have done that. Like, I don't know. I'm right. I'm no, reading, no, I'm reading no, into this, but also like, I feel like that's a legitimate like <laughs> logic plot hole. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, what was a cool scene though. The very first scene where Sam is like, uh, in his full like falcon gear and i think it's yes. in the first episode mm-hmm. and i really liked that they had the like um like the I gopro just, i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming it was footage, a gro- yeah, gopro yeah. yeah i really liked that scene that was a really cool fight scene. because that's like that is falcon because right. like falcon's cool and he can do some cool stuff and he you know at the end of winter soldier he gets kind of his wings literally get clipped and so he can't right. do anything but up until that point he's kind of you know kicking ass and you get to see him like he's been using this technology for i guess at that point it'd been like seven eight nine years or something yeah because five years and then whatever else time jump back to to winter soldier but it's cool he's i mean like hurtling like hundreds of miles an hour yeah it's it's what i imagine like uh you know how like war machine would be you know him trying to figure out how to do war machine and work with that technology i feel like at this point he would also be in the same on the same lines if that makes sense yep. it probably doesn't because i've been up since four o'clock so no it does it makes um sense. also i forgot don speaking of war machine i forgot don Cheadle was going to be in this as well he shows up yeah he, he shows show up. up and they talk about what 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 happens in that exchange like, after? Like, I, don't <laughs> I don't remember. Either. They they just they talk about how Steve's like, gone and how or maybe Tony's no gone. maybe um Rhodey like maybe Rhodey thought that he shouldn't have given it up either. I wish I remembered. We're not a very good. We're so good at recap. this. We're so good. I don't remember what they talk about i do feel like they they were like kind of like shook hands and were like all right see you when i see you yeah yeah so i imagine roadie's gonna show up again there's no way he just showed up for that one scene but yeah i don't i couldn't tell you i've i'm using the fact that i've been up since four as my excuse even though i feel like i probably wouldn't have remembered otherwise yeah. so well i think that goes to show it's not totally on us to remember like Maybe maybe it's a little bit the show's fault for jamming so many things in. Uh, <laughs> like the whole the here's and that and that to expand on that the re, the re, the revelation of Isaiah as a as a black Steve Rogers mm-hmm. who is still as still has all his strength despite being older a hundred hundred plus years old. That whole scene in Revelation. Was, I'm pretty sure that was like three or four minutes. Like I, it was I so wish, fast that yeah. I was just like, wait, what? They're not talking like I would talk if I found out about this. And then and then they got arrested. And I was, I was like, 
uh, please slow down please slow down i right. I'm, I'm enjoying this but i'm also not enjoying it because i feel like nothing is breathing i feel like i'm literally running through right this, this each episode because it just goes so fast right and apparently his i don't know if they identify that kid that he's with as his grandson but that, apparently that's his grandson and he in the comics i because i saw this on twitter in the comics he his grandson ends up having to have a blood transfusion from his grandfather and so he ends up developing becoming a super soldier essentially um and having all the same like powers and abilities as as isaiah as steve rogers and ends up being a part of the young avengers so okay. I, I read that that might be that people were theorizing that that's why they introduced him but i wish they would have spent more time on it i i hope that they co- i feel like they're gonna have to come back to it i feel like that can't just be it mm-hmm. yeah but also we've read way too much into different things before like in wandavision that so ended true. up being nothing so so true anyway let's uh, talk about yeah what do you about- think about this the first the first reveal of baron zemo in Mm -hmm. costume but also kind of who he is as a character outside of civil war what are your what are your feelings on baron zemo i i i like baron zemo i think i like i like zemo here's my here's my theory okay tell me your theory baron zemo his whole thing that he just he gets right off his chest like right at the beginning is that he doesn't believe he believes that super soldiers are an abomination to humanity and that there shouldn't be any. Okay. And so that, that factors into the whole plot of this show, but mm-hmm. also the MCU at large. Sure. Um, and he, he just is believes so firmly in that. And I believe, I think that he should have been written in to episode one and that this conflict should have started and that he should have had more time because he is the per- he is the necessary foil to uh Sam and Bucky because mm-hmm. Sam and Bucky are conflicted and confused and frustrated and Baron Zemo is like Not. chill yeah. and he knows what he wants and he you understand his motivation and he is like a he's he's dynamic but he's also he has this level of like static, like you, you know what you are, you're going to expect him to like double, double cross you, but also like, you know what he believes and you're, tr- and I've been frustrated with Steven or with Bucky and Sam because they have been all over the place and it feels like they can't address their issues because of the conflict that keeps coming up with the flag smashers and all that. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I think that these characters thus far are confused and conflicted and can't address their their issues because of the flag smashers. I mean, right. Again, they have they've been through a lot. I I I mean from what I've understood about like what happened during the blip when they were gone, it was like they were they were just gone and then like, like they they almost kind of a sense like it was a nap and they woke up and it was five years later and this mm-hmm. is what was going on yeah and 
Because they both got blipped. You're, they both got I, blipped. Uh, yeah, that's important to remember. That's important to remember. They both got blipped. They're having to readjust to what has been going on. They're having to grieve losing Steve, but also losing, you know, Tony, even though they were on, they were often uh, at odds with Tony. Like he was clearly like, that's just an important part of, of the MCU and, and everything. So like they're having to, to deal with these losses while also still trying to manage themselves and mm-hmm. their, their own lives. So I feel like it feels like it's all over the place because they are all over the place. Sure. Yeah, um, and I get that. Now, does that make it like good? I, I mean, I think that you're entitled to feel like I, all like I, I think that what you're saying makes sense. And I understand why you feel that way. Um, and I think that if Z, I, I wish they would have introduced Zemo sooner because I like him. And someone pointed this out that he was really the only one who could like divide the Avengers. And, and like like age of like ultron couldn't do it thanos couldn't do it they they all bonded like came together to fight these guys with zemo he was able to separate and and divide them up and really cause a lot of um division yeah he did, he did some damage he did a lot of damage that like i you know i wonder how how things would have turned out in infinity war or endgame had had they not had he not done that you know but he is calm cool and collected at all times no matter what which is really the opposite of bucky and sam yes you know i think th- go ahead were you going to talk about Shane? I, I was yeah I, I was too and i think that even even though anthony mackie and sebastian stan have such like gravitas mm-hmm a, the first two episodes, they are not together very much. The first episode, right. I don't think they're together at all. I don't know if they share a single scene. Maybe um, one. So they're kind of setting up their stories, and I get that. But also, the every if you compare this to the Winter Soldier, which is, I think, what it the, that is the field that it's going for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Winter Soldier was an ensemble with the with the three of them with black widow trying to catch the winter soldier who was an imposing, you know, villain and and force. So I think that maybe subconsciously I was expecting Sharon to be in it from the beginning. And then they meet up with Baron Zemo, like maybe in two or three and they did in Mm -hmm. three, but like strangely, despite all the setup that's happened, I feel like that it's very little has happened. Um, Yes. Yeah. So, but, but, but I know that that's my perception. A lot has happened, but it feels like not a lot has happened, which I think is not a good thing from just the a perception of execution. It's so. yeah. It feels like the first 30 minutes where everything is being set up and you're just like, okay, where are they going with this? Up and it's me. all like, okay, like he's about yeah. to talk about, you know, being black in America and, also, yeah. do you think this is Donald Trump's America that like, they're showing? That they're showing? I feel like it's probably a commentary on that. Yeah. Um, it, it wouldn't be surprising if that's what yeah. they were trying to like. Yeah, because it's just I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what 
would have happened if that or something like that were to really happen. Um, mm-hmm. But something we haven't, we, we let's talk about Sharon Card before I, I start talking about like the yes. flag smashers. Um, Sharon Carter, it, they're finally making her seem so cool. She's a cool character. She's so cool. Um, played by Emily Van Camp who was in the show called revenge that was on abc um that's she's she shows up in a couple other things that i've i know i've seen i just can't think of what what they are off the top of my head anyway but that scene that fight scene where she basically just takes on all of these like um mercenaries and magic yes i couldn't think of the words were called um (laughs) yes bad bad guys um well that was amazing she she uh was able to just take them on by herself and finally she was like tired of the guys just doing whatever they were doing um my biggest complaint is like it really seems like they're she's not going to be in another episode again for probably the next two i bet she's up to episode six (laughs) and i'm gonna be so mad and i watched it last night and what do they but they all get away together, right? They all get away together. Like Bucky and Sam and Zemo are all together, and Zemo's super cool car that he just has in one of oh, those. Oh yeah, he found things. it in a crate. Yeah, he just gets the car, and they drive off. And she's, they're like, "Come on, come with us." And she's like, "I can't. I'll be, you know, arrested if I step foot." Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. But it shows her getting in, in a car with some other some woman, and she's like. I'll explain everything. It was super vague. You don't know who that who that other person is. I'm not gonna lie. I totally missed that. Oh really? I didn't even know that that happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. Um. Also, speaking of people showing up from other movies, um, in this episode, the very very end, uh, one of the characters from Black Panther shows up. Hmm. Uh, what is her name? Her character's name, Ayo. Ayo. Mm-hmm. The general. Yes. Yes. Uh, She's definitely, definitely in it, and I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I like that. There's a little. Uh, you wouldn't expect Bucky to have that connection to Wakanda, but you kind of mm-hmm. forget that he spent. He right. spent like a year there. He spent some time or there. Yeah. 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 And it's not this. It's not the general. It's not uh, Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. It's a different. It's a different general. I was seeing on Twitter, people were like confusing the two, and people were really mad that that was happening. Um, yep. But uh, anyway, so she shows up. So I'm very interested to see what happens. Not wearing with that. a wig. That was no. one of my favorite moments in Black Panther when they they all take their wigs off. I was like, that was so cool. That yeah. Was- great scene um so i'm I'm interested to see what happens with her is is anyone else from black panther gonna show up are we gonna see shiri I hope i'd love see to shiri. see daniel kaluuya's character because i just yeah, love daniel kaluuya cool. he's so great i love him so much um yep. what do you think about the flag smashers i think it's a stupid name <laughs> <laughs> also i don't know i did and i did like that comment is like they call themselves the flag smashers and is it Sam who's it's like Sam? Yeah, he's like, what does he say about how it's a stupid name? Like, I don't know. I, I don't. He's talked a lot about different things being called stupid names. 
because yeah. he said that about his his coat his like whoever he was impersonating oh yeah, yeah he, he looked like a like what is, snake steve smiling cheetah smiling tiger co- smiling tiger smiling tiger yeah. i did I, I did laugh he was like why am i the only one who's dressed like a pimp yeah and then he's like i'm dressed like a pimp with a stupid name or whatever he says mm-hmm. that was good but and uh, I, I did real quick i know we're jumping around I, I, I love the like hey you're black falcon he's like it's just falcon kid yeah <laughs> that was like yeah. one of the most the genuine moments where i laughed out loud uh yeah he's like what so are you black kid and he's like nah and he's like Haha, and then that him. kid's buddy was like ah he got yeah, you yeah. yeah that was good um, uh okay the black panther and that and yet again we're adding another really interesting like i didn't expect anyone from wakanda to show up and i'm, I'm right. not that i'm opposed to it but i'm afraid from a story perspective that it's things are going to continue to get muddled oh. because i don't know uh mm-hmm. you have because we don't even okay so the implication was that so the the scientist that zemo killed mm-hmm. and zemo killed him because he doesn't he believes that production of any kind of serum like this should be stopped immediately and then right. it gets blown up so he kills that dude but he's that scientist said that he was commissioned by the u.s government uh, my headphones died so okay. i have no idea what you're saying uh he said he was commissioned by the u.s government is that correct by the cia uh my headphones died so i have no idea what you said oh, okay okay you haven't plugged in hold, your new hold, hold please so anyway this I'm not going to just... say the third thing or I'm not going to say it for the third time in a row because. All right. Again, this is just off the cuff. We've had so many issues uh, all on my end. So sorry, everyone. Yeah, that's okay. Isaac. That is okay. Um... Anyway, so, so that dude, I'm <laughs> saying it for the third time. I said it I'm for so our listeners. Sorry. It's not your fault. I'm so uh, sorry. It's not your fault. Uh, for our listeners, I apologize, but I'm going to ask this for the third time. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> That guy was commissioned by the CIA to manufacture the serum and then Carly stole the serum. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, here's the other thing that frustrates me. Who I know that the power broker is a comic character, but again, like I I have no idea where this is going and not in a good way. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, who is the power brokers kind of maybe Sharon's working for the power broker. Maybe, Maybe that is the power broker that she part of me about. is wondering if if Sharon has like gone bad, quote unquote bad, quote unquote broke bad, broke bad, Braked. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I have a hard time imagining Sharon actually being bad, but she's definitely she has resentful. a badass collection of art. That's she, for sure. that's right. I also um, love how they were, they were so like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fakes all get put up in museums. The real stuff comes here, places yeah. like here. It's like I don't think that's I don't think that's true. I think that's like an M- MCU. Uh, I, I I don't want that to be thing. true. Yeah. Um. And then and then they were like, and then he pulls out his phone with an app that tells him that it's right authentic. I was like, what I was the like, heck what? is going what? on? Yeah. And then and Sam was like, all right, so everyone knows more than me. Okay. Yep. Um. But. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Carly? I I like her. So she, mm-hmm. I forget the actress's name. Um, I like her. She's in 
solo as Moss uh Moff Giddy. No. No, that's it's oh, no, not... that's that's Mandalorian. Okay, yeah, I was like, I feel like that's not it. Um, uh, Aaron Kellyman. Enfys is... Nest. That was her character in Solo. What was her name? Yes. Her name is Aaron Kellyman. Yeah, she's fine. I'm just like, okay, so the Flag Smashers are super soldiers, but they want to bring the world to be like it was during the blip i guess there aren't enough resources there that's their whole thing they're like 30 seconds to mars jared leto (laughs) belief that the world is overpopulated again but now the implication is that this the cia is like allowed that to happen because carly at the end of episode three talks about how she found out that the dude is dead Mm mm-hmm the scientist is dead and they still have super soldier serum and the power broker is going to be on them really soon right. because he wants it. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And the the whole time they kind of like they're making her look like she's the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Although her intentions are good. Like she wants to make sure that like, Oh, that's another thing we haven't talked about is like, um, Oh, what is it called? The GRC, like whatever it is, where they are, like that Global commercial recreation, rep- yeah, repatriation council. But it really looks like it's just a bunch of like um, military, like, oh, and I don't want to say, uh, like it looks like those camps that they have at the border where they're just like holding kids. That's true. That's like when I thought it when I saw that. And it was interesting because, like, in the the little commercial issue at the very beginning of the show or of episode three, is like it's all these different people from different walks of life and you know backgrounds and ethnicities and that kind of thing. And look how great everything is. But anytime you see the GRC anywhere, it's all these people who are in overcrowded places, mm-hmm. and it looks like there's not enough resources. And so it really seems like Carly's trying. Her, again, tensions are good of trying to like get those um, you know resources to other people, and she says that to one of the gu- the guards who was like that she looks like he almost uh, beat the crap out of him, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You flag smashers are the worst." And he's and she turns around and is like, "You guys had res- six months worth of resources just sitting here, and yeah. there are people dying 30, 30 seconds from here or whatever." That is, and I like that commentary. I would really like to see some sort of, you know, image of, you know, in Endgame when um, Scott Lane comes back and he's walking around and everything looks deserted and broken Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. You know that there had to have been people who would have capitalized on Oh, yeah. On that and hoarded wealth. And and I guess maybe that's what they're saying happened, but like, I feel like, that hasn't really been mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's a good thought. I hadn't thought about that before. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, like that means half of the the richest people in the world were gone. So, like, you their could wealth easily, could be up for acquiring. Yeah, you property could easily and, go yeah, in and yeah. and claim that. Who's going to stop you? Because it was such a chaotic. I, I imagine it being such a chaotic time that it was just like who's who's gonna say no who's gonna come in and say hey you can't do that 
True. So. Very true. Maybe there it'll, I think one possibility might be that the, that John Walker is actually acting in the U S government's interest on behalf of the global reparation re- repatriation. Yeah, whatever. I think that's a good, good GRC. Theory. Let's just call it that. Yeah. Um, and that it is a big scandal, big yeah. political to do fraud, fraudy fraud. fraud. Yep. Which has yeah. never happened in real life before. No, 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 no. The, Especially the, not on a global scale. No, definitely not on a global scale or yeah. a national scale or a state scale. Yep. Or local Mm-mm. county government no. scale. Everything is great all the time. Everything's fine. What uh, what other thoughts do you have about, about this? Any other random characters oh. you think are going to show up? I don't want to theorize. I was so excited about all the possibilities of WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The character from Black Panther showing up was surprising. Mm -hmm. Um, And now she wants to kill Zemo. I mean, naturally. I mean, he did kill. He's not a good person. He's he's not a good person. But he's kind of like for how little time he's been in the MCU, he is very much like Loki. Yes. And I like that a lot. He He's not quite as charming as Loki, but I right. think that might just be Tom Hiddleston. Oh, yeah. Um, but he definitely has had such a major impact. And I think that in the same way, he's had a huge impact that Lo- like like Loki has. Um, because his reputation clearly precedes him. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's not a good guy. Like I understand he's angry that his family was killed during age of Ultron and what happened in Sokovia. That doesn't mean you get to go and start killing everyone as a result. Um, Mm. sorry, pun like punisher. That's not what you get to do. Oh man! In um, the one of the only Marvel comics I read was uh, Civil War, and Punisher shows up and kills some villains who are joining Captain America's side, and everyone's freaked out. And Frank Castle's just just says they were terrible people. Like they, mm-hmm. I do y'all not know what they did? Because I sure do. And then Captain America like beats his ass and. And I was like, yep, that's that's what like Punisher does not fit into this MCU at all. No. Uh, uh-uh. He's kind of and, and he's like as a care as a anti-hero, he is very problematic. I could see him showing up as a villain. Yes. Maybe anti-hero, but I, he, he just I, doesn't I, exist in this. This right. world is too yeah. shiny and not not gritty enough. It's for, not dark enough. Cause you know, yeah, because yeah. did you watch The Punisher on Netflix? I yeah. really liked it. I I, I I thought I thought it was fun. I thought yeah. it was cool. Um freaking what's his name? Oh. What is his name? Walking Dead. Yeah. I can't. He was a gr- he was a great punisher. He was I thought he was a great punisher. Um John um where did it go? John Berthnall. Berthnall? Berthnall, yeah. Yeah. He was great. I really liked him, but again, it's too it's too dark for this 
very shiny MCU. Yep. yep. I have a question. This is my this is this might be the last question I have for you. Okay. How do you think this show would be Falcon and Winter Soldier would be if the Russo brothers were in charge of it? Hmm. Would that be a good idea? Would yeah. I mean would, they they've they've shown that they can they they know and love these characters. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been better. Like I, I just I I really I, yeah. I don't I won't I won't retread old territory uh, when it comes to this podcast in my opinions. But I yeah. think I think that this would be better if they had they had been in charge. So I kind of wish they would have been. Not that this is again. I like the show. It's not. I'm not saying this is like it's a bad show. I I do like the show and sure. there's been funny moments. I've liked some of the action scenes. Um, but I understand like what you're saying of like it feels like it's kind of all over the place or all over the map, that kind of thing. Um, but like I like it. It's not I'm not captivated by it like I was with WandaVision. But I yep. think also WandaVision is much more like of a of a mental thing mm-hmm. for me because like i mean you have vision who's very philosophical and has to think through everything and that kind of thing and wanda who's just dealt with uh, not to say that none of the characters in this show have not dealt with their own trauma because we've sure. already talked about that um but i was just so much more invested in wanda's trauma i think mm-hmm. um which i think is just my own personal interest in that character more so than these two and it could be that you get in episode four or five or six in the coming weeks, you get that moment where you see, you know, when the, it's like the second or third to last episode where you see Wanda, see Vision's body for the Mm -hmm. last time, go to the parcel that they bought in that rundown town, break Mm -hmm. down and and inadvertently create the simulation, Mm -hmm. desperately wanting him to be back. We might get something like that with, and, and we probably will with with Sam and Bucky. But mm-hmm. I also feel like there have been key opportunities that have been missed to dig into those difficult like conversations because this, I mean, this show is being political, but it's not, I feel like it's not really having that discussion. Do you it's- feel the same way? Like, are you saying like it's it's hitting on these points, but not really diving into like yes. why those are the issues? Yes. Okay. I and may, and and yeah. I mean, and all I can say, all I can speak for is what we've seen so far. So, sure. and we might it might like tied up in a bow really nicely, and I could be mm-hmm. really impressed with the next three episodes. So. We yeah maybe we'll we'll be singing a different tune in three weeks. Yep. But I, yeah, so that's, that's all. Um, any other thoughts? I don't have any other up? thoughts. Well, we should, I think we should wrap up. If you've made it this far in this episode, <laughs> thank you for, thank yeah, you for sticking with you. us. And Olivia, it's I'm totally, so sorry. it is not your fault. It is totally okay. Yeah. I apologize for the technical difficulties. I can't really help if the Wi-Fi goes out oh, or if sure. my headphones die um so might be everyone it is all good and i think we had a lot of fun talking about this 
Yeah, at all. Like, this was, is the first time you and I have actually really talked about it. So right, and I and I think that as a rule of thumb for Wandavision, we didn't talk right, about yeah. it. Yeah, partially because we were busy, busy, and partially because I think it's fun to save all of our thoughts and opinions and comments for mm-hmm. this, for this space. Yeah. So yeah, and we'll do it again for the next three weeks. Yep. So so this episode will be followed up by uh, this one's coming out. Or I mean, we we will we will talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes four through six. Mm-hmm. Um, we just and don't have the bandwidth to be able to do it every single week, even though right. in the future we might be able. Hey, we could do that with Loki. We could try. So we'll we'll see where we are, and physically, spiritually, emotionally, emotionally, mentally. mentally yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see where we are at that point. But um, the last episode comes out on the twenty third, so the 24th question mark as to when yes. the next episode will come out. 24th. Yes. Nothing's on my calendar. So we will shoot for then our listeners. Great. See you on the 24th and feel free to interact with us on social media. Let us know what you thought about the first three episodes of Falcon and winter soldier. And yeah. Tell us your thoughts. Are we completely off base with everything we've said? Maybe yep. Who's I've been say? pretty, I've been pretty unforgiving so far <laughs> so and i i don't apologize for that i just i just uh you know i just kind of accept it so it's, it's who you are it's who you are i it, it's uh, sorry it's who, who i am it's who i, I am. wouldn't want it any other way okay yeah uh but i want it that way tell me you why. are <laughs> oh it gives me chills <laughs> chills every time Number that's four killed my grandma. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot that's what we were here for. <laughs> oh, Jake uh, Peralta, everyone. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is amazing. Oh, it's so good. All right, yeah. Olivia, All go, right, take a, go take a nap. I'm going to. I'm going to go take an... I'm actually... I might go take a nap too, so... You sh- as you should. Yep, it's All right, Saturday. goodbye everyone. See y'all later. Bye.